805 Raider comes in with a tweet and says, I bet Alan Sua does have a twin. One of them is off on a secret missions, and the other shows up for work okay. to keep an alibi. Block him. <laughs> he knows block, too much. Block him. <laughs> I missed it. What did I miss? I, Trish nothing. was giving you me nothing. treats, so I was I wasn't Trish gonna the best. wasn't gonna run away from a bag no, of treats. No. So eight hundred five Raider uh, Travis said that uh, Alan Sewa does have a twin, but the other one is off doing secret missions, and the other one shows up to you know work what? as an alibi. Enough is enough from these people. <laughs> Definitely knows too much. Yeah, they're the words. Enough gonna, is enough. They're putting the PC. Here's the thing: it's just yeah. human nature. You're going to inadvertently drop a little breadcrumb here and there, and these people are paying attention. They care I about you. I would love to have a twin. <laughs> right. And, that would be amazing. I'm uh, just saying that if your your theory, 805 Raider, is it? Yeah. Um, may you know you're taking Thursday off? Is it now this week? Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows anymore. Just saying, just another one of those random midweek. Yeah, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. I got the, I got something I got to do, and all of a sudden on the other side of the world, something weird happens, and then you're back the next day. I'm just saying that that's how it goes. No comment. <laughs> exactly. I just have an attorney right here next to me. Exactly. Yeah, he would so, like to plead the fifth. Guys, I read something last night that kind of uh, got me all fired up, and I was think I was personally offended by this as well. So okay. I was, uh, you know. Uh, looking at my phone right before I went to bed and this notification from the LA Times comes up and it says uh, candles are a terrible gift for the holidays and I was personally offended by this you're candles a candle are a great fan. gift yeah you yes. like candles so <laughs> yes. why are they why are they terrible I, I would think a lot of can people I take a, who can I take get, a guess? is it just too easy too yeah, simple yeah I think that, okay so you I don't know if you'll remember um, when you brought this up this morning do you remember the first thing I said to you was I don't. What did you say? So she brought it. She's like, and I and I looked at her. I said, "You like candles, though, right?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, I love candles." I'm like, yeah. okay. The reason I asked is what's going on in the world right now, right? It's the holiday season. Yes, we're trying to find little things that people like for each other. And I haven't bought anything <laughs> for anybody yet, but in my in my head, I've got a list of the things that I would like to get for the people that are regular participants in my life. Yeah, right. and I was because you were talking about your advent calendar yes, with the love candles. candles. And I'm like, oh, maybe a can. I'm like, oh God! Now, now that it's officially the worst gift you could give somebody, okay, I can't give them that yeah. now. Here's the only problem: is if you, so you're not getting a candle from me. So the, 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 the jig is up. I the, do love candles. The only problem with candles is I don't know what kind of candles you're gonna like. I don't know what kind of scent that you like. I don't know if I smell something, somebody else is gonna smell and be like, what the hell is this? So I'm not like that deep into the game. I wouldn't get somebody a candle because I don't know that. But I think the thought of somebody gave me a candle or my girl gave somebody else a candle, I don't, that, does, that sounds like a nice okay. gift. So the paradox of a candle is that it can be incredibly personal or incredibly impersonal. So you can get a candle for someone and it be incredibly personal because you know they love the scent. The scent reminds you of a moment with mm. them, all this great stuff. It can be very personal because scent is very personal. Or it could be very impersonal, but I guess getting someone like a holiday candle that is from Sugar the cookie. Yankee Candle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like cinnamon twist or peppermint bark. Yeah. Like, right. Okay, clearly you just dusted this off from the, a, a pick, gift you got last exactly. year and gave this to me. Isn't that similar to getting a gift card for somebody from Starbucks and you're okay. like, all right, Also well, something I'm not going to get for you guys. Okay, great. No, no, no. no, no. I, don't, I don't mind getting that. I, but what I'm saying is that isn't that the easiest thing to do where it, you didn't really give it too much thought? It's not and, terribly thoughtful. It, it is very easy to do, but there's also the flip side of what if that person really wants stuff from that place and you don't know exactly what they might want. Right. So I'm going to go get that for them that, for instance, I know you're not a golf, you're, you like to go camping. So I don't know what you need for camping, but yep. if I got you a gift card to REI, that's mm -hmm. not a bad gift, right? I didn't go buy you a tent, right? but I got you something that <laughs> yeah. I know you like that place. But that's here's the difference. REI, you actually gave some thought to, and REI is not downstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's oh there's sugar, a you get bit, someone something. Yeah, there's a little crap. bit more to Gift that. Starbucks and Smashburger. Just everybody. heads up, REI is a little <laughs> expensive. Some yard house gift cards. Go north of four hundred. Whatever that gift card is, go north of four hundred. <laughs> yeah, but I, it it just depends on like the thought behind the gift. But like again, this is to anybody who's listening who might get me a, a gift in the future. I do like uh, woodsy scents. <laughs> I like uh, you know cedar and all that good stuff. But like it's, cedar's a good one. <laughs> but there's things of like, uh, there's an SNL sketch about like candles and stuff, but it's just 
the thought behind a, of a gift is the most important thing of why it, it's meaningful for someone. So if there's an explanation, if there's a reason why you got them a candle, it's fine. But if you're just like, oh, hey, here's a candle, like here, whatever, that is, that's, uh, that's a I bad used gift. It, I only used it like two or three times, so I know it's a little <laughs> it's, bit the used, burned but it's down. fine. There's it's a fine. big hole in the wax. It still has <laughs> easily 10 more hours left. But, and also something for candle easily. lovers, if you have someone in your life that does love candles, things like a wick cutter or things that take care of candles are also a good gift. But, uh, <laughs> but for you two, <laughs> like uh, hold on, I got to stop right there. I got questions. Yeah. I, don't you just light it? So no. So in order to take, if you actually care about your candles and you want them to have the fullest life, the longest burn time, sure. you have to cut the wick because uh, after every use to like a certain length, because it will like the, the flame will be in a different way and therefore it won't, you'll get those weird rings around it where it's not completely like, it's like this. melted. Let's say you're smoking a joint. Yes, okay. I'm just kidding. I you, know you have my attention. I know. I, I know that would help, but if you're lighting the joint, yeah, you have to get the wick cutter. You have to. But it's there to keep the. It's to preserve to get the best life of your candle after for every light, as well as like if your candle is not getting its full oh, bro, life anymore, put tinfoil around it. I don't it, know why it, you have that look on your. Sorry, face. I just I really like candles, I and I, I invested in this. Well, we learned. I'm not gonna get her candle. I'm gonna get her a wick cutter instead. I actually already have one. Yeah, but you don't have the one that I'm gonna get. Okay. But then also, what is a gift that you guys get for people that you don't know? Say, like, you got a secret Santa, you don't know this person very well. What's your go-to? What, what Alan said. Which Starbucks. is Yeah, because everybody uses it, right? Yeah. Even if you're not a coffee person, there's food at Starbucks. Like, there's a Starbucks on every corner. We should add here. Yeah. There, there, was, there was Starbucks cards being slanged around everywhere. Yeah. There, yeah. It's a, it's How a much is on there? 863. <laughs> I used. I got it last year. I haven't used it at all. Just so transfer got, your balance from your app to your thing, right? And transfer funds over whatever's left there. Uh, go go back to the candles for a second. Do you have like a scent that just automatically puts you in a good mood? That just makes you feel like, oh, okay, that's that's the stuff, right okay, there. So I got two. I don't, but Virginia? I will tell you. I will tell you that um, when my girl. She'll buy candles, and there's definitely times where I'm like, "Well, that's not a good smell." Yeah, there's. And yeah. I, by the way, I'm, I don't know enough about it, but I guess something that's a little bit more neutral, not something that just completely takes over the room. I don't need I don't something even like that's out burning. I, I, just I, like I, I do think there's it. there's a smell. You know, I'll be, let me use just a an air freshener is a smell that you want in the bathroom, right? Like <laughs> well, those types of smells. It's the alternative, yes. <laughs> I don't need that all around the house as well. It's like because yeah. you're associating with that, yeah. so. So there's two for me. They're they're both when I tell you you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense for you. Cut grass yep. and leather. Like the smell of a baseball mm-hmm. glove is an incredibly yeah. pleasing scent to 100%, me. Hundred percent I thought you were gonna say sushi from Albertsons. <laughs> no. There's a brand there that they sell. But they have they have plenty of candles that like literally encapsulate things like cut grass, yeah. uh, or a tennis court, yep. things like mm. that. For me, yep. it's like I again, why I like candles as a gift is like I kind of like some expensive candles and so if they don't have to spend this like amount of money Oh, <laughs> uh, here's the here's no, the I, media room. <laughs> I, I give my parents I uh, a Google sheet of like what I would like with with um, links so that they get and get the things that I want, and one of them is a candle. It's from like a brand called Rowan. Anyway, it's like sixty dollars, so it's a lot for a candle. Not not uh, like cinnamon rolls or anything else that you really want to <laughs> dive into or anything like that. I thought you were gonna go. I thought Hot Pocket might make the <laughs> if they made a certain candle. But we do have a guy on line one who wants to talk about candles. If you guys want to take him, Austin in Los Angeles. Let's do it, Austin in LA. What do you got, Austin? Hey, how's it going? Great. Yeah, thank you for taking the call. And I think you guys touched on a lot of different subjects when it comes to scents, and especially when you go into different rooms and different homes and different uh, environments. I feel like scents are very popular. But to one of your points, I hate when I go someplace and it's like smells weird. (laughs) Smells very weird. And everybody kind of reflects on different scents and smells and environments. So I think that's important that you do have different uh, sensibility. Like, I hate when I give a gift to somebody. I know what she likes. I know exactly what she likes. She likes candles. But it triggers some people in different ways. You know, thank you, Austin. There there are some that will send you the wrong way like yeah. to your point 
You get one of those that's really sweet and nasty. Like any anything, but I'd rather have a bag of garbage this? in the yeah. room. I can't do cinnamon. Cinnamon is my no go yeah. in terms of scent no. because it's so strong. I'm out on all of those things. All right. Also, um, sorry, one yeah. more thing. One more candle thing. It's from Biggie. Says, do you make? Do they make double double with chopped chili smelling candles? Asking for a friend. Yes. You know what they do make? They do sell those. You know what they do make? What do they make? They make a candle that smells like Dodger Stadium. Hand mm. to God, and it. It's pretty amazing. Smells like Dodger Stadium. Hmm. It really does. It's got this weird thing of like a little bit of grass, a lot of stale beer, and just this the overall essence of Dodger Stadium. The Dodger like, dog, like, the restroom. It has a whole thing. You'll love it. It, it really does. It, not not so much the Some restroom, but it beer. does have a little bit of the Dodger dog. It has a little beer. It has a little grass. I'm good. It's, <laughs> it's oddly Dodger Stadium adjacent. It's not bad. It's not a bad way to do when it. When I leave crypto... I don't need to smell crypto. Man, when well, I get then home. you're not a real fan. I don't know what to tell you. Um, let's start with what you're talking about with the Chargers. The Chargers are the first team out right now because New England won last night. They're in the final spot. New England spot. is in that seventh spot. They have the same record. They hold the record over the Chargers um, by strength of their better conference record right now. Still got four weeks to go. So a, a lot of things can shake out. And looking at the Chargers schedule, they have a favorable schedule down the stretch. They get, for none of the reason, they got the Rams along the way. I think they get the Broncos along the way um they should get in and if they don't get in i think the conversation is do you fire brandon staley because there's no reason this team should not be in the playoffs two years in a row but to your point al if the chargers do get in and the rams are not the rams yeah, are not going yeah. anywhere yep does the city give a damn mm-hmm. so the last four games and they do have the easiest schedule of all those that are in the hunt mm-hmm. tennessee coming up this sunday at Indianapolis for a Monday night game. Bad team. Uh, December 26th. Rams, January 1st. And then at Denver, January right. 8th. That's the four left. Now, are they seven and six right now or six and six? I think they're, they're, they're seven, the seven and six. six. Seven and six, four left. Um, you win all four, you're getting in. Eleven's going to get in. Oh, for sure. Ten will get you in. So I think the question is, like you just mentioned, and this was part of my curiosity of just – I know where I stand with the Chargers, but that's irrelevant. I have my own different reasons. I'm always curious of where L.A. is on this, okay? You only get X amount of teams that make the playoffs. The Chargers have arguably one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Sure. uh, In Justin Herbert. They have star power, too. Right, they, they got real names that are out there. They got real players. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Bosa, Khalil Mack. That if you Derwin go buy James. a ticket, yeah. you're going to get a good show. For sure. So, you know, give the Chargers credit in that. And I, I think sometimes there's a lot that's been made about the Chargers, and I'm certainly critical myself. They were beat up most of the year. They were injured Herbert for most of the year. Not just Herbert. They had big players that were down. They just got Keenan Allen back a little bit Bosa's ago. Bosa's still down. Mike Williams, they just got him back as well. So they're... They could be one of the more dangerous teams if they get in. But I'm going to go back to this. And I think you said it best. Just simply put, does anybody give a rat's you know what? If I was using an example, if I was saying, because it's not fair to comp these. It's not fair to comp the Chargers and the Clippers. It's not. Because Clippers actually do have history here. Uh, Clippers have actually been here for a lot longer. Clippers will, no it's like problem. 40 years, right? No problem. Since, what was it, 84? Yeah. I think somewhere 80, yeah. 45 when Donald Sterling moved them over. Um, they actually do have history. Boy, can I, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah. That is really shocking to think that they've been here 40 years. Yeah. And... They've done nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're yes, they have fans, but not a ton. <laughs> that that they are still so far in the rearview mirror. That that anyway, when that number it, it'll be forty years next. That's crazy. Fair, and this will be the first time. Listen, you know when you say, "Well, why do you care about what the Clippers do?" I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that. And I get your points. Your points are like, "Oh, come on, they're what have they done?" They're we go through this every single year where on paper it's like watch out for the Clippers and then nothing happens. Even last night when they beat the Celtics, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, cool, whatever. Let's see what happens in April. I don't care. Well, <laughs> fine. They have guys on that team. They're really good. That they don't even use. And I'm like, Lakers can use that guy. No. I mean, they, that's how deep they are. But it, w- will people go out of their way? Would there be a support? That, like you said, Rams aren't going to be there. For somebody who's born and raised in L.A., are you saying to yourself, well, I might as well root on for the Chargers because they're representing L.A.? You know what's so unique about this city that is literally so different than any other city in the country other than New York? It's not even just about supporting the city. 
it's you have enough teams out here that you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, where, where I'm from, if somebody's representing San Diego, you're like, well, we all got to cheer for them, right? Because there's only, there's, there isn't many of those. In LA, it's like, nah, forget that team. Nah, screw that school. There is, you have options here. And I think for the Chargers, they're not even battling whether you're a Rams or a Chargers fan. You're battling, are you a Raiders Packers, Vikings, Cowboys. I mean, go down the Niners. list of all the other. <laughs> How do I forget the team that yeah. dominates when they're at SoFi? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if people are going to care. I don't have that answer the, for you, the, and that's part of the uphill battle that that I, squad has. I think has. I know the answer. I, I, I think I know the answer, and I think I know that the path that they have to getting people to care, I'll tell you what it is when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Acoustic. I know this one. I've heard this one. Yes. It's a... a it's from her 1989 album, which is. Um, is that the name of the album or yes. when it was made? It it's made the name in of the album. <laughs> oh, she was no, she, 33 yeah. draft. Yeah. No, it was, uh, hey, easy. <laughs> it was one of her um, biggest told, hits. I was at that concert. <laughs> I was told there would be no math on the Travis and Sullivan show. <laughs> give, give, give me a sec to figure this out. Um, is this real? The candle thing you real. just sent me? Yeah, I was like, speaking you, of things. Did you to get see me. this? Unbelievable. Why would a Taylor Swift what what not why what would a Taylor Swift candle smell like? Okay, so one thing Do you there own is this candle. I don't own this candle, you, but there's you a bunch be of owning this candle. <laughs> I want to own this candle. So there's on Etsy you can search like Taylor Swift candles, and they smell. They have a bunch of candles that smell like her songs. That's not super new, but the one I sent you guys is. Um, it looks I'm like so a, a saint candle. What does music smell like? I, I'm so confused in life. <laughs> okay, it smells like a memory. Smells attached to memory. So like it's it can. I understand get, yeah, but that. it's her memory. But so could it, if I was like the first time I heard that song, I was eating a pulled pork sandwich, and you gave me a barbecue scented <laughs> candle. Is that by definition a Taylor Swift no, candle? No, she paints pictures life. with her songs, guys. It, it captures the part of your by memory way, and it barbecue makes it smell candle like that. sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I posted this in the Travis and Sleep uh, community as well but the, the candle i sent you guys is a saint candle of taylor swift with which her face her face replacing jesus or mary sure. so that you light it and then for me it would be used so that i can like summon some sort of taylor swift news <laughs> summon a new album summon a re-recording uh, i can it light that like for that more like witchcraft yeah, and everything else. i mean <laughs> kind of i got nothing to offer but if I you want it guys i sent you the link yeah, I- <laughs> I, I don't want you to be disappointed when this does not show up. It's low in stock, guys. Well, it's it's gonna it's gonna stay where it is as far as Alan and I are concerned. I think. Just enjoy my cup of coffee. <laughs> enjoy your coffee, sleep. All right, going back to what we were talking about a second ago. Um, you were talking about what is probably, I would say, a likely scenario that's going to occur over the next month, which is the Rams are not going to make the playoffs. That's everything but a mathematical certainty. Um, the Chargers probably will. Seeing the schedule, you said it's Indy, it's the Rams, it's Tennessee, Denver. and Denver, mm-hmm. right? Those are, other than Tennessee, those are three games they should win, right? The Tennessee game, flip a coin. Tennessee's a decent team, even yeah. though they screwed me in the eliminator pool. Um, the other three games, they, they should win. If they get in, there's no Rams in. The Raiders are not in, which is the other most popular team here in town. San Francisco is obviously pretty popular here, too. They're going to mm-hmm. definitely be in. Um, but... You were asking, does anybody care? I, I think that we have to be really specific in how we talk about the does the, the anybody in that question. 
you as a free agent, so to speak, mm-hmm. in your fandom, maybe, and, and I know that the Chargers specifically are not I'm a for bad you, example. You, but yeah. let's just say you weren't. Let's say you grew up in St. Louis, or that's a bad example. You grew up in um, Flagstaff, Arizona. You have okay. no team, right? Maybe they grab you, but Taylor is a Vikings fan. Emily is a Steelers fan. I'm a Rams fan. We're not going over just because they're on and they happen to be here, but where what they can do is that kid that's six years old whose mom or dad is a big football fan who really hasn't figured out what it is they like. If the Chargers are in the team and they see some Charger gear around okay. town, you go yep. to Dick's and you see jerseys or mm-hmm. you know hats it's or whatever it is. Back. It's like over it's in the back. It's behind they, all that. You have to purchase all the Rams gear first and then that jersey right. is behind. Yeah, you got to ask for it. It's hidden. It's like, it's like the guns and the condoms. They're locked up behind everything else. <laughs> Right. You know what else they lock up? Razors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go I'm like, I know they're $44, but you don't have to lock them up. That's the kid that you might be able to grab. And he goes to school and yeah. he watched the Charger game and he's excited about it. And then they turn around the next year and they're good again. But you have to be kind of steadily in the mix to get the kid that is undetermined, right? Because my kids, have, they're too old. My youngest just turned 17 yesterday. He's a Saints fan, and it's as simple as this. You know why he grew up in L.A. and Orange County? You know why he's a Saints fan? Because the first time he really remembers watching a football game where people were excited, Saints won the Super Bowl that night. We were at a Super Bowl party at my buddy's house, yep. and he was watching it, and it's like, oh, that's the good team I want to – now he's in. He, he, he follows the Saints from Orange County. It's just that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. The Chargers need to get that kid. You're not turning a Raider fan right. into a Charger fan and a Ram fan into a Charger fan. I, I understand everything you just said, and I don't even think that's going to happen. And I, uh, let me let me explain it's, to you, all right? It takes a long time. It takes a long time, but I thought that's what the Rams are trying to do right now. right? When, when I hear people talk about the Rams – I'm hearing, guys, it's going to take time. It's going to take 20 years, and you got to attract that kid who's six or seven or eight years old, and they're tuning into the Rams now, and it says Los Angeles. I thought what you just explained, that's kind of the philosophy and the game plan for the Rams. Now, do Rams have a head start? Of course they do, because they actually have history here in L.A. But isn't that part of the story that you were talking about and most people have talked about with the Rams, that they're trying to get the youngsters right now, and hopefully those youngsters, Mm -hmm. by the time they're 16, 17, 18, are rooting for the Rams? If the Chargers are playing in that same field, if they're playing, if they got to compete against that, and then if their dad is a Raider fan and grew up a Raider fan, and when they turn on the TV on a Sunday, the dad is playing a Raider game and he's saying, screw the Chargers, they got to compete against that. Like, there's... I think there's the, the Chargers are in a unique position in LA where I don't even know what you just said because can't I say the same thing about the Los Angeles Clippers sure. and it's been 40 years sure. and they're still today that, when when Bomber no took over it. when Bomber took over they started doing something I forgot but you're leaving out an important part the, the the part that the Chargers potentially could do that the Clippers didn't do until about 5 years ago Clippers were never good they never mm-hmm. had an opportunity to seize the the stage. They never had an opportunity and that's because of their own. Because of their own, but yep. regardless of the reason, they were dreadful for 100%. 35 Not years. Not wrong about that. Right? So, why would I pay attention if the Rams are down? And the Raiders are down, yeah. And the Chargers are not. Yep. Here's your here's your little window. You better jump on it and you better grab it because you're right. It's not just going to happen like that. They didn't show up to a market that would have been thrilled to have them. They they were met in L.A. with the worst possible emotion, yep. which was complete indifference. Yep. Hatred is not super far off from love. Kind of right next to each other on the emotional spectrum. Yeah, they right? don't hate them. They don't. It's indifference. And and that's the part that's really hard to overcome. Hey, we got to get no man, I'm not interested. How how do how do you how do you combat disinterest? It's really difficult, and that's why you got to you, you got to find some and you got to be good for a while, and you got to hope that the big the biggest baddest guy on the block, the way sure. the Angels would have a pet, Dodgers need to be bad for twenty five years, mm-hmm. and the Angels need to be really good. Take the A's and the B's with all of those things. That's how you do and it. You got to have a star quarterback, and you got to have a star player. You got to have all that stuff. Everything's got to align, and I yep. st- and I think even still with all of that. Is there a big difference? You're right about that because it's not, you're not competing with the Rams. You're competing with the Rams and the Raiders and, and the 49ers the Patriots. and the Cowboys <laughs> and the Patriots and the Packers and the Steelers. You're, you're, you kind you're, of are. You, you absolutely are because they were gone for 20 years. People picked different teams. Yeah. 
They're gone for 22 years. People pick different teams. The Rams have juiced this mm-hmm. as much as you possibly can. And they're still like, oh exactly. my gosh, look how much, look how exactly. high that mountain is that we have to climb. Exactly. And if they're looking at the mountain, then what, what the heck are the Chargers looking at? They're in the valley. They haven't even gotten to the base of the mountain. The Rams have started their voyage to the top. Yeah, they're at they're at base camp for base camp one. Well, Super Bowl victory. Well, here's here's you know it's funny you kind of you reached a point and you just accepted it. I've heard you say this before. I've heard May say this, guys. I don't care if seventy percent of the fan base was this. You know what? That is what it is. Okay, that's for the Rams. The Chargers are in com- completely different territory. And it's going to be that way for a long time because the Rams just won the Super Bowl and it was 80% Raider fans. Well, here's, here's what's funny. Night. I think the reason why I brought up, because I think some cities, they will just look at, hey, what does it say in the front? Does it say Los Angeles? Okay, hey, if it says Los Angeles, I might as well just root for this team. What do I care if the if the Chargers are playing the Patriots in the playoffs? Wouldn't you just say to yourself, or the Chargers are playing the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs? Wouldn't somebody in Los Angeles say, yeah, I'll, I'll root for Los Angeles? I don't think they view the Chargers that many. way. Not very many people would do that. You're right. You needed to go to a place, and I'm try- I was trying to think of a city as you were talking. A place like, and this might not be perfect, because I was originally going to say, well, go to San Antonio. Oh, they're all Cowboy fans in San Antonio. Yeah, you they can't, are. You can't go to San Antonio. Yep. Well, go to Portland, Oregon. They're all Seahawk fans in Portland, Oregon. They've been, the Seahawks have been up there 50 years. You need to go to a place like Salt Lake City that has, I know it's kind of close to Denver, so there are probably some Bronco fans in there, but they could be their own team there. You need to go to a place where there isn't a team me, across the river. Can I throw out a city? San Diego. Can't go back now. What I mean, do you I think? You they already. They, no, but what, you what get, I'm saying you don't get to dump me twice. What I'm saying is, what you were painting was obviously yeah. a city that would embrace them. Sure, they had that. They LA's, had a city that embraced uh, them. Other than going to New York, I can't imagine a worse decision. <laughs> or going to Chicago or Dallas or way, some of those places way, that have it's, institutional it's, history. It's funny, you know, for the Rams too. If they were looking for, hey, what other NFL team can we have as a tenant that will be the least um, threatening? Threatening. They got their team. I mean, that, that's, that's right. you that's want to talk about true. least threatening and have the exact same logo. <laughs> that is so And the weird. same colors. I, I don't like that at all. What? I really don't. I don't, like, I don't I, know who's playing on I, Sunday. I know that there are, I, maybe not to the level of our fearless producer, Emily, but I get <laughs> irrationally upset about stupid things sometimes. Yeah. And the fact that the Rams and the Chargers have the same color palette and the same logo, kind of, How about the Pistons jerseys me. yesterday when you were mentioning? What was that? They're green. I'm the watching Celtics? on Sunday. No. Like, who who are Bucks? we playing? No. It's the Celtics. No, no. I already said no. I'm going to show you the Blazers the jersey. You're going to get angry on Stupid. that one, too. Factor cap. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I think everyone was just too excited about Taylor Swift and too anticipatory of what song is going to be next. But we're going to say no more factor, no factor caps Taylor Swift related. I'm going to give you guys a respite. <laughs> I know you guys are all really happy about that, but uh, you know, it's, thank it's you. Other things. All right. Have you guys heard of this thing called SantaCon? No. Okay, so SantaCon is a big part uh, in New York City where people dress up like Santa Claus and essentially go out. They kind of uh, cause a muck and are crazy. I know it happens here. It happens in other major cities, but I think it was started in New York City. Just everybody puts on a Santa suit and goes everybody and has a good time? Everybody puts on a Santa, Santa suit, has a good time, but also is like belligerent and crazy, and you see a bunch of Santas. So if you see videos of the New York City one, too, it's just like entire bars, just people it's just like, like a Santa. gang. 
Gang of Santas. Okay. Santa so- Santa Con sounds like the worst thing ever. Travis, Patrick Cap. It, blank con is anti-Travis. Anything that comes with a con at the end is something that I'm not really invested in. I, I'm the anti-con guy. Uh, but that one doesn't sound so bad. People want to celebrate Christmas and put on puffy red jackets and fake white beards. I'm okay with that. that uh, please. I, I, I'd rather do that than go to Star Wars con. I like Star Wars, but some guy dressed up as Han Solo feels ridiculous. Please play by play your thoughts of Messi uh, scoring. Did he score? He scored. Oh, good for him. Penalty kick. What is he saying right now in there? <laughs> Come on. Oh, is a PK? He fouled me, and I want a penalty kick, and I'm going to score, and we're going to take the lead one over Croatia, and it's one to nothing, and I want to beat France in the finals. I don't care if it's France or Morocco. <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's okay. all I wanted. Where That's are we going to get Chuck E. Cheese, and I want tokens, okay. and I want to play skee-ball, and I want an ice cream, <laughs> and I want to get the tickets. My and tickets I want the are little, stuck. I want a finger trap. Give me a finger <laughs> trap. Um, I feel like Messi would really good. like a finger trap. I feel like he'd get very frustrated with a finger trap. He could play with a finger trap. He, loses, he doesn't need to use his hands. <laughs> he, he, loses, yeah, he, out real quickly. <laughs> he loses the bouncy balls. Like He's like, I had enough. I just lost some. little um, cup on the string with the Santa ball. Con, this, this is, it's not the worst thing in the world. I think any time, if, if I had some buddies of mine that I love hanging out with. And we just like to get dressed up as Santa every year. No, no, no. And we're going to go get hammered. And and they decided, you know what, let's just do this. The world's not going to end. You bring some smiles to a few people's faces. You're at the bar. Conversation's going to start. People are going to say, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing, but this is kind of funny. And then when they ask, what are you guys doing? We have no idea why we're doing it. Yeah, why not? Every once in a while, do something like that and... That feels no harmless enough. Like it's this, harmless. This, this it's not like the world's going to end. Yeah, and it doesn't feel super creepy. Like if you're Star Wars, Star Trek guy, and you're putting on <laughs> fake ears, and like you're speaking in foreign, you're speaking in Vulcan. Is that what it is? I think it's Vulcan. And you're doing That's this Star this thing Trek. with your hand. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Whatever. It's all the same. Uh, Elvish. Uh, Taylor? Patrick Cap. Cap, I think uh, Clown Con would be worse. I don't know if that's Ooh. a thing. No, that's just yeah. scary. That'd be scary. Yeah, that, that, yeah. now I'm, you're looking for trouble. I've actually been to WonderCon, I think it was called, in Anaheim. What's um, that? It's like Comic-Con, but just like a smaller version of it in Anaheim. Did I, you have a good time? I, uh, I mean, I was there for a radio event, so it was- Oh, it was so just, you were paid to be there. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good word. It's different. So uh, last night we saw uh, the Cardinals, and we also got to see Cliff Kingsbury be, you know, Cliff Kingsbury out there. He he's good looking, but he's also kind of you know risen to the top uh, for no reason of it's probably not because of what he does in the field. So Cliff Kingsbury is only successful because he's handsome. Alan Fetter Cap. Yeah, I never kind of looked at him that way. I never that never uh, <laughs> that never kind of. <laughs> Because she said, if he's handsome, yeah, but no, I I know. But what I'm saying, he's a good looking guy, yeah. But when she said, you know, we all watched the game yesterday, first off, did not, I was definitely watching the Celtics and the Clippers. Uh, but the second thing was, we all know he's a good looking guy. I just, I not that he's not bad looking, he's a handsome guy that just didn't register right out the gate for me. Um, he might be one of those guys that, yes, he has succeeded because, uh, kind of looks the part, I guess you can say. They're trying to take, they're trying to, can, Sean McVay is having the success he has, he's young, he's good looking this, and then all of a sudden other organizations try to copy. Yeah, maybe there's something to that. So I'm going to turn the question on its head a little bit, Emily. I can't come up with another reason he's gotten where he's gotten to, (laughs) right? But they, can I say this? Didn't they make the playoffs two? Wait, no, they made the playoffs last year. They make it the year before. They did not. They came unglued. It's the, at the Arizona end of the Cardinals. May- they made maybe. the playoffs. But why did he get the job in the first place? He didn't win a whole bunch of games at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. He got the head coach. He got the offensive coordinator job at SC before leaving to go take the Cardinals. Never even, never even called a play at SC. Literally, not a single one. And all of a sudden, he's the head coach of the Cardinals. Like. I can't. I don't know if it's because he's handsome, but it's the best theory that I've heard so far. Because it's certainly not that he wins a bunch of football games. I feel like he goes. if you made the playoffs for the Arizona Cardinals, you're good for like seven years, and the banner's going up. They're not good. He's not good, and yeah, I, I'm going to say fact on that because I can't come up with an alternative. <laughs> Taylor, fact. Um, who's more handsome, Sean McVay or Cliff Kingsbury? Cliff Kingsbury. He's taller. No, right. I, I don't even have to think. It's Cliff, is, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I think yeah. so. 
Jimmy G. So Jimmy G. And uh, Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G. Is, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Is, is the a answer. dreamboat. By the way, this is the funny thing is McVeigh is. We're making it sound like McVeigh is like a. No, he's fine. Every time they show him on, yeah, but, but uh, every G- time they show him on TV, I'm like, guys, the play. They started the play. And they still have McVeigh on. <laughs> Could <laughs> be another famous. goal for commercials. Another one. Commercials oh, this on. game's over. Yeah. Another one. Did Messi get it again? No, it wasn't Messi. I think it was uh, the other guy. But uh, the other guy. <laughs> I don't know his name. Yeah, no, Sorry, man, I, that was not a judgment. He's from Argentina. <laughs> yeah, the Argentinian <laughs> yes, guy Argentine. scored. Yeah. Uh, so um, Nick Saban. So Croatia's fans should just leave, right? Nobody comes back 2-0 in a World Cup game. Just get on a plane and go. Well, back. was it Argentina had a two zero lead last game, and they did they went to penalty kicks. But yeah. they're here, right? They are here. <laughs> they came back, <laughs> tied it at two. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, so Nick Saban was caught on video. Uh, at, I guess it, it seemed like a party at his house, uh, maybe a Christmas party. At I his wanted house. to score the second goal, not just the first goal. And number nine got a goal, and I want to score. How a goal. about Ronaldo? Doesn't even get in the games. Messi still. I, I didn't even know. I, I'm I, sorry. I'm I didn't even know they were this far apart. <laughs> Talking soccer. Um, so uh, Saban was caught in his house uh, doing line dances at a, at a party. It was to the Cupid Shuffle. So if um, you know line dances well, Taylor, Fetter Cap. Wait, he was doing lines at a party? What'd you say? Line dances. So <laughs> Cupid Shuffle. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I need to enunciate. No, sorry, line I can, dances. I can't dance. That's why I play music. I was I. Would, I'm surprised you don't know any line dances. But having, especially boy. the type of music you play, I would imagine that you've seen a lot of it, no? Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen it, but I, I don't really You didn't osmosis it. I like to, I like into to play your... the music that people yeah. dance to. Jeff? Can't dance a lick, and I really can't line dance at all. And I think I've said this before. Everybody dancing exactly the same way at exactly the same time is anti-art. It's anti-expression. It's anti. It, it's. It just feels like the opposite of dancing. Left foot. It's the hokey pokey set to music. It's just silly and and I don't like it. But no, I don't know how to do it. All right. Um. I think. Look. Sounds like you're jealous. You could. <laughs> you, Maybe a you, little bit. <laughs> you could copy. I'm pretty good. If I if I see somebody. For 10, 15 minutes doing something. I mean, you can kind of stand there and say, all right, okay, what are they doing? They're putting the left, right? Yeah. This. There was a place in San Diego back in the day, which I just found out because I looked it up, permanently closed, so it's not there anymore, in Cahoots. Oh, yeah. They it was have, in Mission a Mechanical Bull? It was. I think that's a chain. I think there's I, been a handful of those. There's I, actually, when, I looked, Side, up, when yeah. I looked up in Cahoots, Fullerton came up, yeah, so I, I yeah, didn't yeah, know what yeah, that yeah. was. There's, I think it's a chain. Not a Mechanical Bull. But I will say that, um, so it was in Mission Valley, and it wasn't like your go-to college spot at all. It was kind of like after college. And you didn't want to go to PB and, you know, those bars are more predominantly college. You're looking for something else. Looking for something else. <laughs> Can I say this? There were gorgeous sure. women. Probably a little bit older. Everywhere in that place. Yeah. Recently maybe. divorced, perhaps? No. No, I, <laughs> no. I, I think maybe, maybe some of that. Not that anybody of my friends ever were looking for that sort of situation. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of that in the say mix you're about as well. Say 23 or 4, <laughs> and she's like, say, 36, and she just got out of a, a, a marriage that wasn't really going her way, and you're thinking, hey, she's going to put on a cowboy hat and some Daisy Dukes and Bro, just see what happens. Every yeah. time my buddy and I went to this place, it was phenomenal. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely standing in the back. I don't need everybody to. You know, I'm not going to be well, leading. You were memorizing dance. the dance lines, right? I was. Me- yeah, I was definitely memorizing. Take three Bud Lights. Oh, it was also two dollar. You call us. Forget about it. Forget about it. So uh, Sunday after the Buccaneers got uh, ran out of town in San, in San Francisco, um, Dre Greenlaw, who is uh, on the 49ers, and intercepted a pass from Tom Brady. Asked Tom Brady to autograph the ball and which was intercepted. So, my statement, and Tom Brady did, he was gracious, he, you know, um, he did what he did, but Tom Brady would have the right to turn Dre Greenlaw down. Travis, how's your cap? Fact, the right, sure, he can sign what he wants and not sign what he doesn't want, yeah. but I would have been stunned had he said no. That, look, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, there's yep. not even a close second, and even he's thrown probably, what, a few hundred interceptions in his life it's just it, it's it's football it's part of the game he's having a terrible season he, he knows that we're at the end of the line and if Dre Greenlaw wants to put something in his uh his basement and frame a signed autographed intercepted ball from Tom Brady why not Brady's got all of the shiny trinkets he needs he's fine I'm with you on the fact he does have every right to turn it down but do you remember in the USA the dream team remember when Certain countries wanted to take pictures 
with Magic yeah. and Jordan and sure. Larry Bird. Um, Messi, they showed him at the World Cup. This was, I think they played Australia or something like that. Players waiting after the match. He showers, does everything, waiting for him to come out so they Other can take players. a picture. Other players. That's cool. They wanted to take a picture with him. They don't want to take a picture. <laughs> I took a picture at school. I took one in the team. I feel like he gets a lot of picture requests. When you're great like that, like Tom Brady is, this is literally one of their, you know, best moments. I'm sure LeBron James is playing against guys that were watching him and they were growing up. I'm sure Kobe was the same way. It's, I love when they embrace that because really, they are one of the greats. It, it's a sign of respect. Right? Of you're, you're, you're not going up to Brock Purdy and asking to sign his intercepted ball. It's because he's the GOAT. It's because it's LeBron or Messi Big or time. Brady that you want that autograph. Taylor? Yeah, I mean, he's got the right to do that. Um, I think, though, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going to sign it like Mickey Mouse or something. <laughs> Which, by the way, would be pretty baller. I'd like to have that. Hey, Tom, can you sign this? It's the Mickey only Mouse? one he signed as Mickey Mouse. It's value goes shoots to the roof. <laughs> what if he signed everyone with a different Disney character? He'd like Chip and Dale, and here's Donald Duck, and little goofy action along the way. So here's, here's Beast. It's creative. Beauty and the Beast. Very creative. I'm in on that. Argentina's up 2-0 on Croatia in the 45th minute, just before the end of the first half. Uh, expectations, game number two for Baker Mayfield. When we get back, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Is this a Taylor Swift song? This is not a Taylor Swift song. We don't have we don't have the rejoin introducing it. But if you want Taylor Swift facts, I'll give it to you. Yeah, give me one. So when she was 11 years old, she sang the national uh, the uh, national anthem at the Philadelphia 76ers game as a little 11-year-old. So that takes a lot of poise. I, when I was a kid, sang the national anthem at my swim meets, and I think my mom didn't want to insult me. But she was like, I think that she we need... She pulled the plug? No, no. I, so she she wanted me to do it because she wanted me to have the confidence <laughs> to do it. Halfway through. But she was like, I think that we need... One of those long hooks. <laughs> Turn her mic off. I think we need someone else to join you that maybe has like a complimentary voice to you to help to you know help make it sound like not better, but like to help make it the sound good. And then uh, they essentially just put the mic in that other girl's face. <laughs> uh, but that was my National Anthem story. Different than Taylor Swift's. So Taylor Swift, 11 years old, singing at a Sixers game. When you hear Little Girl National Anthem, does something pop in your mind? Because there's a like a very specific thing when she said that just ding right in the top. No, of the what line. is it? Remember when I think it was a Portland Trailblazer game. Okay, when uh, probably a little older than eleven, maybe thirteen or fourteen, a little girl singing the national. She forgot the words, mm. and she froze in the middle of it. And the the arena starts murmur, murmur. Maurice Cheeks was the coach of the Blazers at Did the he time. Did he go up to her? He goes over, he puts his arm around her shoulder and starts singing the song for her again. And they, they, got sing, it back they on. sing it together. She oh. refines the words. And as she's Mo finishing, Cheeks. tears are streaming down her face. And she looks at Mo Cheeks and says, thank you. Like it was oh. the most sincere Dang. thank you I've ever seen in my entire life. It was wonderful. And you could tell the Mochi's like, that could be my daughter. I'm going out there to help that little girl and I'm going to go save her. And she was so incredibly grateful in that moment. Okay, there was one. I don't know the details of it. I will do my best to describe it. Somebody was doing the national anthem for a hockey, a hockey game, right? And... It, Whatever. Maybe she's in her 20s. Maybe she's in her late teens. I don't know what she is. And if I remember correctly, she forgets. She's screwing up. It's not going as planned. And she kind of tries to abort mission. And as she's walking off the ice, in the she middle slips of the song? In, in the middle. Oh, no. She slips and Or maybe it was right at the end, something like that. She slips and falls. So now she's standing in the middle of the, the ice. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't go very well. <laughs> That, that is very well. rough. That is yeah. rough. I always, every time I see a little kid singing the anthem, I think of Mo Cheeks bailing That's that a, girl out. It was awesome. I go back and watch it. It, 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 it is yeah. 
you know I don't do sincere very often. It is a sincerely wonderful, heartfelt, kind moment. You know my heart is cold most not, of the not time. Not cold but. most of the time. It takes a little to punch through. It's there, but it's got to be real. It can't be something stupid and contrived and lame that you're trying to make me feel something. It just well, has I, to actually, happen. there was another really good story. Russell Wilson <laughs> yeah, exactly. and Aaron Rodgers exactly. were together. Um, I don't hate Aaron Rodgers the way that she does. I'm not a fan, but Emily wants him to, you know, throw an interception every time, or worse, every nice. time he drops back to pass. All right, Baker Mayfield, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, will be playing in Green Bay um, Monday Night Football. That's the next game for the Rams. We know what he did against the Raiders, and it was awesome, and it was exciting, and completely unexpected. Yeah. I'm not so Other sure. Other than Raider fans. They... <laughs> Fair enough. It's a good point. <laughs> Ramona's, Ramona's response, yeah. yes. Yeah, no, that was going to happen. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Even Raider fans, though, had to think that they were in a pretty good spot. Yes. <laughs> Down or up six. 16 to three. With 16 to three in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and 16 to 10 with a minute and 38 seconds left, 98 yards of field in front of them and no timeouts and a quarterback that had been there for a day. That, that Apparently not. Feels like a good a good chance. Apparently not. Anyway, One of the best punts I've seen ever too. It was like it was an amazing it was perfect. punt. It, everything was set up. I guess it could have rolled another yard and made him go ninety nine. But they should blame crazy. Tom Plutter. It was. It, I, I couldn't believe it as I was why like this can't actually happen. Anyway, um, Mayfield was great. The Rams got a win, kind of got the monkey off their back. Six-game losing streak is, is history, and at least you're not going to finish the season on what would have been a 14-game losing streak potentially. Yeah. Um, now it kind of changes a little bit because if you're the Rams, I think it became very clear on Thursday night that having a capable backup quarterback is important because John Wolf, everybody's like, oh, John Wolford won him that game. That one. He, he won one game three years ago. Can we just pump the brakes a little bit on how good he has been? He, he's okay, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but Bryce Perkins is super green. John Wolford is pretty limited, we've seen over the course of the last month or two, and all of a sudden you put a real NFL quarterback back there, and it looks like you can play football again. The Rams need somebody like Baker Mayfield to back up Matthew Stafford. I feel like Matthew Stafford is going to miss some time yeah. periodically mm-hmm. because of the stage of the career that he's in. And I don't know, it, for instance, if the Rams were in a situation similar to where Baltimore is right now, similar to where the New York Jets are right now, similar to where the San Francisco 49ers are right now, where, hey guys, we're still competing for a playoff game. We don't have Lamar Jackson's not there, Jimmy G's not there, and in, in the Jets case, their other guy just stinks. But you could still put together good games and we win games. We still got a chance to win. If Baker Mayfield goes out there and plays really well over the next four weeks, somebody's going to give him a starting job. You're not going to get to keep him. You almost want that middle ground where, yeah, that looks a lot better, but not so good that someone comes in and says, all right, you'll be our starting quarterback next year. I wonder if you're if you're Baker Mayfield and what's your priorities moving forward, right? Because question. if... If Baker Mayfield's priority is just go get a starting job, what's really going to change from what he experienced in Carolina? I'm not being flipped when I say this. Yeah. One thing, his bank account. Mm-hmm. That's what, uh, The bank account is better as a starter on a terrible team than it is backing up somewhere else. That That's the answer. I, I don't think it's crazy to think that he's not going to get opportunities in L.A. I think that can very easily happen. Just, you know, look, look at the way this year played out. Matt Stafford, he's not 24. Okay, no. so I think there's some advantages to playing for the Rams because you're on such a high-profile franchise playing for a coach that clearly understands what he's doing and could make average quarterbacks look really good or average quarterbacks play better than they are. Um, I think that's what it comes down to, right? Because I I see everything that you're saying. I, I understand the portion of you want him to be okay because you want him to be here and not go get a starting job somewhere else. Yeah. That's a very selfish... Too well, but not too well. But that's that's what the Rams' goal is, right? Right. Like, and what, when I say it's their goal, they would like to have a better backup quarterback. But if I'm Baker Mayfield, I, I think this isn't a perfect comp. I'm not going to say that it is, but sometimes you reach a stage in your career or maybe you just have not had enough success. Maybe this is just who you are. Maybe you're better off at this point being a backup quarterback. Maybe at this point you're better off being in a situation that you feel like is a better fit for you does do, do, don't you think Baker Mayfield it plays bet more to his advantage when he has more time when he gets more reps when he gets more familiar familiarity with everybody else? No, what? Uh, no doubt. It just comes down, I guess, what his priority is, right? I would. I, I'm with you like ninety percent of the way. The, mm-hmm. the part that keeps me a little bit short of it is he's only been in the year in the league since 2018. 
Okay, it's only five years that he's been in this league. He was the number one pick in the draft. And I'm sure, and he's had, in his five years in the league, he's had four different coaches. Okay, five, including McVay now, right? So he's been in here. He had Hugh Jackson, who was terrible. Mm -hmm. He had Freddie Kitchens, who was historically terrible. You had Kevin Stefanski, who's okay. And then you go and you play for Matt Rule, who gets fired in the middle of your season there. You play for Steve Wilkes, who's not a head coach in this league. And actually, it's six. He's played for six Damn. head coaches in five years. I don't think it's a huge stretch to be telling yourself, if you're in Baker Mayfield's head, saying, listen, man, I just need to get somewhere where somebody believes in me, yeah. gives me a chance, yep. and I get to learn what they want me to do over the course of a season or two. This isn't a guy that's in year 11 or 12. It's like, listen, I need to do whatever I can to stay in this league. I'm sure that he still has the confidence of a starting quarterback in this league, thinks he just needs the opportunity. Now, a question could be, Listen, let me go learn this under McVay for a year, and whatever he teaches me here as a backup slash part-time starter fill-in guy, yeah. I can take that to wherever I go That's kind next. of the point I'm making. That's The point I'm making is, do you think he's, and he may very well be, do you think he's desperate right now to find a starting job in the NFL? I think it would be really hard out if it, there are only 32 of them, and yep. if somebody's offering you one to say no to it and say, I'll, I'll catch you the next time around. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Because what sounds interesting to everything that you just said, X amount of coaches this many years, he hasn't also been put in a good position, no. right? Well, what if you can... What if you can start rebuilding your career and you could do it with the Rams? What if you can start, hey, if I just have a coach that is, I, I know there's not 32 Sean McVays out there. If I could have an organization that has a vision, knows what they're doing. Um, it, it's Exactly. Just yeah. that. Then I can actually be a successful quarterback because if he goes and gets that starting gig at another terrible franchise where they're recycling coaches... Maybe he doesn't get another opportunity. That be patient for it, right? Like this is your chance to be with an organization that you can prove some stuff. Matt Stafford's not going to go play. I mean, he's he's proving that. I don't want to. I don't want to go too far here, but I, I, I think that you. I hear you. There's a, him there, playing 17 games yeah. a year feels it's a 50-50 proposition. What if you get that opportunity to show it here, and whether that job can be something different here or? Okay, I'm in. I'm in a much better position to pick and choose where I go from here, rather than I just will be desperate and go for go play for any organization. Here, here's where it could get weird too. And, and one last thing before we move on back to the Lakers, what if he's they got four games left? Let's say he wins two more. Okay. Okay. Let's say they beat the Broncos and they beat the Seahawks, who at that point are out of it, and they just kind of let go of the rope and they win again. And Baker Mayfield goes three and two as a starting quarterback with this group of guys. Okay, Aaron Donald's not out there. Cooper Cup's not out there. Allen Robinson's not out there. Yeah. The whole offensive yeah. line is shot. The whole the whole thing is just busted, and he goes three and two. What happens if we come back next year and Matthew mm -hmm. Stafford has a couple of clunkers? Matthew Stafford makes all the money. He's he's your guy. He's your Super Bowl champion winning quarterback. But all of a sudden, you got no one's banging on the desk saying, "I want to see John Wolford." Well, can I, can, I, can I tell on the you? Desk saying, well, let's see Baker out there. It's a weird okay, let, dynamic. Let me ask you this question. If let's say that happened and you and I are doing a show and he's lost three games in a row and he hasn't looked good and Baker Mayfield's waiting, what are you going to say? Yeah. I mean, it's. And I, and I it, don't think it, it would it, just be you saying that. I think there would be the noise would get a little bit louder. It would get loud quickly if you had a guy like that. No one's screaming for John Wolford to come in the game, even mm -hmm. after a bad month or two. It's uh, there's there's a lot still going think, on. I still think there's a long way to get there, but yeah, a, a super long yeah. way. To, look, they're gonna they're gonna beat the Broncos. I think they'll lose those other three games. I really do. I think that's how the season ends, and they finish with five wins along the way, and we move on to the next thing and just get healthy and hope that you run it back the year after that. Lakers are hosting the Celtics tonight. The next best win of the season potentially. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.